What is up, everybody? So, I'm super excited to announce, finally, we have what we call the Rural Youth Pastor Podcast. This has been in the works for about, oh, I don't know, probably a year and a half, I would say, um, of me wanting to do this. And just recently, I was like, praying about it, and I said, God, is this something that you want me to do, you know, we have this podcast on here, it's on multiple platforms, you know, I'm not even using this, um, because I the first started out, I was going to do a podcast about just ministry, we was going to preach on there, talk about stuff, and then that was it, and then it went to, man, I'm going to start a podcast of just reaching people, and then it went to a podcast of, hey, we just changed the name. I didn't even get to, like, talk on it. And then now it's like, hey, we're going to make a podcast directly talking about what is the day in the life of me? What is the day in the life of a youth pastor um, in a rural community? And, like, I'm telling you, if they need to, like, make a class <laughs> on this. Uh, they would make millions. Like, I'm thinking about seriously starting up a rural ministry class and talk about the struggles that I've been through in these past two years. Like, there is serious struggles. It's hard to really even talk about some of the stuff that I had to deal with. So, with that being said, um, welcome. Welcome to our new podcast. And I am Youth Pastor Pickens. I'm a youth pastor here in Eglin, West Virginia, at Maple Grove Church. If you want to know where that is, get on a map, look for, uh, what is it, Morgantown, and just go down until you see Kingwood, Aurora, and then you'll see us. Uh, we're in that area. So, yeah, it's a farming community. We have a lot of farms, cows, corn, you think of it, we have a community. And it's also along the border of Maryland, so I work in Oakland, Maryland, um, full-time at Appalachian Crossroads, which is a special needs facility, uh, and I work with people there, which is really awesome, and I love that job, um, but I also work as youth pastor, which is even awesomer job, awesomer, I don't even think that's a word, but we're going to make it a word today, um, but I'm really excited, I love doing ministry, I love doing um, different things, and I'm, I'm not a boring person, like, I try not to be boring, but I also, I'm a very blunt person, um, you will come to find out that very well on this podcast, um, because I, I, I see a lot of times, and this is just me being the youth pastor, I came, I'll give you a little bit of background of who, where I came from and who I am, um, so I started out in ministry at a Baptist church, um, I first became a youth pastor at um, Racing First Baptist, which is in the southern part of West Virginia. And let me just leave it this this way: is this church at this point in time of my tra- you know of my youth ministry, it was very dead. <laughs> like it's not that way now. Like they got a new pastor, and a lot of people like left, or as we call it, faded away. Um, and it became more, you know, interactive to people and stuff like that. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. But at the point in time where I was there, 
you know, the senior pastor just left. Well, the senior pastor was there, and then he leaves, and then it was just really bad time um, where we were trying to do ministry. We were trying to reach out to kids, um, trying to find a bus driver to even pick up kids, and people always said, oh, well, you got... Okay, we're not asking somebody that don't even show up half of the time to pick up kids. Anyways, besides that, we had a really hard time. So, um, we decided, well, I was offered a position at a church, um, a Nazarene church. So, oh, I wish somebody had warned me of that one. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, we go to a Nazarene church. We started doing ministry there. Um. It was hard, but that was because, um, religion. Like, I mean, uh, if you really want to get technical, like, a lot of our problems down south is people getting caught in this rut of man-made religion, and they think that we should just sing straight hymn and preach out of King James Version. And I never believed that. Like, I believe that, you know, God, in his entirety, wants the message the same, but not the way we deliver it. Does that make sense? We do not compromise the message of Christ, but we can change the 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 uh, the way we send it to people. So, anyways, I was always that person. Like I learned a lot of. Um, I did a lot of online classes, um, especially I did not do denominational classes. I do not. Don't get me started on this. <laughs> yeah, because I don't do denominations. I do. Uh, Bible. What does the Bible say? And that's always been my thing. And I've always had that mentality. So, um, it was really hard for me at the beginning parts of my ministry because, you know, I'm reading the Bible and I'm seeing the polar opposite of, well, this is what the Bible says and this is what you're not doing. You know? And I've always been like that. I guess that's my biggest flaw is I read the Bible and I say, Hey, if you're not lining up with the, what the word says, what you're doing is called religion, and that's bad. <laughs> so, anyways, further on with the conversation, um, I did some online ministries um, during the later parts. Like, I ended up leaving the Nazarene Church um, due to a lot of stuff going on. Um, the senior pastor left. I know, second church, the senior pastor leaves. Um, and I was there for one week, literally one week after he left, and I was like, nope, bye, gone, and I left, um, took, didn't really take a position, um, I went and filled in with a guy at another church, like co-youth pastor, and I found out that God was calling me out of youth ministry because we got into an argument, um, I got into an argument with a lady uh, that wanted to basically buy pamphlets and I preach out of it. And that was not the idea that God gave me. Like I've always, every sermon that I've ever written, um, every message, every Sunday school thing, I wrote myself. And it always dawned on me that, hey, a lot of times a lot of the stuff that you get on Sunday school isn't exactly what God wants for it. So it always scares me to do that stuff. So anyways, at this point in time, I was like, whatever, you know, hey, I'm gone. And this started on my online ministry page, and I started doing online ministry at this point. I'm really getting focused in on it. 
and then um, there came a point where I really got hurt. Um, there was this girl that I dated and uh, really was in love with, and she really broke my heart. Um, and then came to the point where I got married to the first person that uh, I met and thought, oh, I will never be alone again. And it just got to the point where I started living worldly. Um, I started drinking. I started getting away from church. Um, I even tried at one point when I was formally married. Um, I've been married twice, guys. Woo. Every religious person just went nuts right now. Um <laughs> But the first time I was married, I got into a church, and I tried to become the youth pastor there, and basically got told no. Um, and that's where God pretty much, I kind of just like, okay, God, what are you doing? And then that's when um, all the bad happened. All hell broke loose, literally. Um, I found out that I was being cheated on. I found out all this stuff. And needless to say, it turned me against um, church, turned me against God, turned me against a lot of things. And I started going out with people. I started working ridiculous hours. Like, I would work, like, six, 12-hour shifts. Like, I worked a lot. And then um, it came to a point where I met my wife now. And we... We're hellions at the beginning. I'm going to lie. <laughs> we were very, very bad people. And um, God redeemed us. God changed us. Um, I had a dream one day that God was going to put me back in the ministry and that everything was going to be okay. And I said, okay, God, um, if that's you, you know, because I always had that doubt in my head, like, okay, whatever, you know, hey. And um, one day I went to church and this guy grabbed us and said, hey, you're called to ministry, she's called to be your wife, and um, you're going to do it, and I'm like, what, and needless to say, we got married, had Sophie, and we started this journey to where I'm at now, and it was crazy how God did this, um, my senior pastor found, or I think I sent him, I don't even remember how it went, but he found my application, like my resume, and he called me, and he said, hey, are you Justin Pickens? I said, yeah. He says, uh, can I, you know, jog your brain a little bit? And I said, okay. So we talked on the phone for a good hour. And um, I went to this, and I said, yeah, this pastor called me. He's wanting me to be his youth pastor. I said, there's a couple of them on there, but, hey, you know, this would be a good opportunity. And we fought back and forth. Like, my wife was like, I don't really want to leave. You know, we're, we're in a good place. You know, this is a good place to be. Our life is awesome here. And I said, well, maybe let's just entertain the idea, you know? And uh, things happened. Our church, the church we was going to, kind of just basically uh, went crazy. Um, they treated us like crud, uh, to be really honest. Like, I hate to say it like that, but they treated us like crud. And uh, we ended up leaving and going to another church, um, to where even there they were really... Um, open, really nice to us, and we, we, uh, uh, found out that, you know, they believed in God, was, there's a whole story behind that, and um, they believe in God, and they, they really, you know, they wished us good, you know, 
so I filled out. Uh, we decided, hey, you know, we're going to go and go to this church. And um, needless to say, we went, and it was really all that I ever wanted. Like, I always wanted to live in the country. I always wanted to live where, you know, they farm and everything. Like, it was just perfect. It's picture perfect. And I sit down, and I said, this is just where God is wanting us to go. And my wife agreed, and we ended up, we left. Um, we came here. We became uh, the youth pastors of the church. And that is my journey. Um, then we we went through highs, we went through lows. You'll hear all about this throughout the podcast uh, that we're doing. Um it's, it was crazy. That's all I could say. It was crazy to see what God can do. Um, even to now, like, I, I know people's like, oh, well, you know, like, okay, I'll give you a, a gist of what's going on. Um, when I first started here, we had around 10 to 12 youth uh, going. Like, that's what I started out with. And then I guess due to the lack of leadership before us, um, the lack of direction, like, I guess they didn't read the Bible as much as I do, um, and they didn't preach or nothing, so, like, when I started preaching, man, I noticed, like, there's kids that kind of got away from it, they ended up leaving the church, things became more important than church itself, and I said, okay, um, this is not good, and now we're down to literally one teenager, and He's wanting to go live with his mom. (laughs) It's sad. It really is. But I found out that even in the midst of that direction, even in the midst of that situation, um, God can still show up. Um, So that's another thing. That's one of the podcasts we're going to talk about. Like, There's a few podcast titles that I'm going to be talking about here soon. so, yeah, this is going to be interesting. So, guys, I want to just invite you uh, to be a part of this. And it's going to be an awesome journey. Uh, they'll be about, I don't know how long they'll be, probably 15-minute segments. Um, so we can keep the riffraff down a lot. So, anyways, I love you guys. Um, invite people onto this podcast. It would be really awesome. And uh, I'll see you next, next talk.